Thanks for listening to the Voices of UMass Med, featuring the people, ideas, and advances of UMass Medical School. Welcome to a new episode of the Voices of UMass Med. I'm Jennifer Berryman. At the 2021 UMass Medical School commencement ceremony, some of the graduates will be making history as the very first to be part of the School of Medicine's PERCH track. PERCH, P-U-R-C-H, is short for Population-Based Urban and Rural Community Health. This unique educational focus immerses medical students here at UMass in the specific challenges of patients living in cities, and in rural areas. And so obviously there is a lot that we will need to be covering uh, to talk about this um, unique program. And so let's dive right in, introduce our guests who are three students who are part of the inaugural PERCH class. Wanna welcome Kevin White. Hello. Betsy McGovern. Good morning. And Efwad Nati. Hi Jennifer, thanks for having us. Welcome, I'm so happy to see all of you. I wanna congratulate you on your upcoming commencement. Um, it's hard to believe that four years have just gone by so quickly. How would you describe PERCH and what makes it special? And any of you can dive in to start. Yeah, I guess I can start. So the way I would describe PERCH, it's kind of like a small community among the small community of the school itself. Um, our graduating class, we only have about 14 or 15, if I stand correct, graduating currently this year. Um, and over the past four years, I felt like we've definitely been able to get pretty close. So it's definitely a small sense of community um, with the faculty that we have. They all are very, very caring. They all have your back. And they're all like always offering some type of information for helping develop, I guess, your career in the future. I'll add that. I think what makes Perch special, um, Kevin's speaking to this now, the faculty, but also the students, we're all interested in understanding more about social determinants of health, public health, public policy, and how that interplays with who we are as physicians and, and what we can do in the clinical setting and the public health setting. And so I think the thing that for me has made Perch so unique is my fellow students, um, what they've brought to the table with their experience before medical school, people's areas of expertise and interest. And it just creates a really robust conversation about you know, what are the unique challenges of being in the medical field? How best do you serve people um, in urban or rural uh, communities? Um, and so it's been really special to kind of throw yourself in and really immerse yourself in, in those topics as a PERCH student. FYC nodding too, please chime in. Yes, um, same thoughts really. I was gonna say that it was, such a good thing to have us all together starting from you know first day of freshman year really um it forces those of us that generally don't have very wide circles of friends to be able to have a little community that we can feel at home in and that sort of you know to reach out to your fellow peers um and if you have a question about anything so in addition to the faculty really being very um accessible to us in a much different way than is um, on the main tracks. I think our classmates really made it what, what, what we all have um, found it to be. And Betsy, you talked about the unique experiences that your classmates in this track brought to the table. You know, FY, I know you were a chemistry teacher before you came to medical school. So really interesting experiences. When each of you applied, um, did you know about PERCH when you applied or was it something that you know, was it something that attracted you to UMass Medical School? I guess I'll just go first because my path was a little different. Um, 
when I was applying, um, I saw the perch option, but I didn't look into it. At the time it was new, it was now under, you know, construction, if you will. And so I didn't have much information. And so I did not check the box. Turns out that I put something in my personal statement or things in my application that made them think that I might be interested in perch. And so after I was accepted um, later on, um, um, Sam Borden, um, who ended up being my LC mentor, um, actually reached out and said, hey, based on what you wrote here and there, um, admissions committee thought you might be interested. Is this something? So then he sent me more information and I thought, oh, not, not a bad idea. So I was one of the few that did not have the formal perch admissions because I didn't do two interviews. I just went into main track and then later on um, joined. Um, but clearly I had similar goals and it came through in the application and that's how I got into Perch. And do you know what some of those things were? Like what it, what was it from your past experiences or your interests that seemed to be a good match? Yeah, so medicine was not something that I wanted to do. Um, it, you know, it, the little flame was ignited at a certain point in my life. And then I went into teaching. I changed my mind. I wasn't going to go into medicine, but then as I taught, um, I taught in a charter, charter school out in Boston where, you know, I had a lot of underserved kids and I realized, you know, each year would come and I think, wow, the reasons my kids are not making the progress I need them to make in the classroom, why they're failing usually comes down to these same social determinants. And I think somehow I conveyed that in, in my application that this was why I was turning back to medicine, which I had sort of ruled out at that point. Um, so I think it's mostly that the idea of reaching out to vulnerable populations and looking at those systemic problems that are an issue of not looking at population-based medicine. I think that's probably the theme that came through. It's been a while, so I can't be too specific. <laughs> and, and Kevin, tell us a little bit about yourself and what attracted you to this program. Yeah, so I actually applied early decision to the medical school. So when I was applying, there was a little tab for the PERCH um, program, but there was no blurb actually as what the program actually was. I just knew it was in Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, so I'm originally from Western Mass, Springfield specifically. And I don't know, I just kind of saw the opportunity to, it was a new program, kind of be a pioneer itself uh, for this program along with kind of being able to go back and serve me honestly that I was born and raised and it just is a unique opportunity that honestly I feel most if not any medical students can really say like oh I kind of learned how to be a doctor in the community that I was born and raised. Mm, that's pretty special and Betsy how about you? Oh, clearly I accessed the website <laughs> sometime after Kevin because by the time I found it there was some more information um, so, so like a fly, I also worked in a charter school prior to medical school, though not as long as she did. She lasted far longer than me. Um, and after working in a charter school, I was a community health worker through Boston Medical Center, which is one of the big safety net hospitals in Boston. And so after that, I knew that I wanted to be in a program that really focused on factors that affect patients outside of the clinic um, thinking more broadly about their life and how that impacts their access to, to healthcare. And so when I was doing my, my program search, I um, saw the PERCH track. And so for me, as someone from Massachusetts, UMass is a fantastic opportunity, um, just attending the medical school in general, but then seeing this extra layer of education I could get out of it 
just felt like, oh my gosh, they, they made this, <laughs> they knew I was applying to medical school and this, they made this just for me because it's exactly what I'm looking for. So I applied um, and was, was lucky enough to, to be accepted. So we, we shouldn't uh, wait any longer to say that UMass Medical School's partner in creating and continuing the PERCH track is Bay State Health, which is located in Springfield, Mass. This track began at the same time as the medical school's first regional campus, UMass Medical School or UMMS Bay State, which of course you guys know, but I wanna make sure our listeners do as well. So as PERCH students, you talked about this extra layer of training that you get. Can you walk us through some of those experiences? Uh, there's probably no such thing as a typical day, but what are some of the experiences that have stayed with you that you feel might not be um, common to all medical students? Well, so one of the main things that I recognize, I feel like that's very different than the path of most medical students would be regarding, I believe this is actually our first year, if not day one, um, we actually have community faculty members that come in and they're from the local community of Bay State and Springfield. And they all have different jobs, different trades, like they do different things in the community. And they're just talking about their concerns, where they see the city of Springfield going, the history of Springfield, um, among other things, along with just the health itself of Springfield. Um, and I consider that along with the social terms of health, that's very important considering, um, I mean, a lot of the time when you're talking about these topics, you kind of just talk about them. But when you actually bring in people who experience them, you can really, in a sense, find a way for solutions towards the future. In a similar vein, as Kevin talked about the community, um, we call them community faculty. <laughs> They're members of the community that the health system sort of serves, but they come in and give us their perspective. And I feel like um, what, like in my first or second year, I think we talked about how um, one of the Bay State sites um, was closing or closed and the community felt a little bit betrayed um, by it. And it turns out that this is kind of a common theme around the country, really, where health systems may lose the trust in the community and then they have to sort of build it back. And having these community um, faculty come into our lessons and tell us how their take on certain encounters with the health system sort of gives us an insight that I think really is lost on a lot of students of medicine and maybe, you know, residents. And we have worked with residents where we are like, they don't quite get that perspective. We had a very unique Vista that they did not have. And it sort of affects the way we take care of people that we meet. And I think that is very special. Yeah, I'll add that I just think the PERCH faculty and those who designed the PERCH program were so intentional and deliberate about making sure we were interacting with the city of Springfield um, in, in various different ways. So, I mean, the community faculty were a huge part of our educational experience. Um, as we learn how to do, uh, take a good history of a patient, understand the social needs and social background of a patient, they would have us come out to um, a local jail site. So we understand, you know, how does a jail operate? You know, what is the day, the day <laughs> schedule of someone incarcerated like? Um, if we go to the you know the local food banks and and homeless shelters and and places where more vulnerable members of our community need to access care, what is that experience like? And that's very specific to Perch. Um, I think all of us in Perch probably would agree that that should be a universal experience for all medical students. 
but that was something that the Perch Track offers, and I and I think is just a really unique aspect of helping us understand what is our role and what is our responsibility as as you know healthcare providers. Mm-hmm. I think I remember um, having the for- good fortune to come to an event at at the regional campus where the the city's arborist was speaking to you about the green spaces in the city and how that might affect a community's health, and I thought that was so interesting. But I want I want to dig in and ask you guys probably what amounts to a couple of questions about this, but you know, is the purpose of those kinds of experiences with the community faculty, is the purpose to help you as physicians be better physicians? Or because you, Kevin, you mentioned the, the whole concept of problem solving. And I'm curious as a physician for somebody in a vulnerable community, how can you solve all their problems when you're just their physician? You know, you may not have control over their access to fresh produce or healthy foods or, or good education or green space. So how, does, how do you think as a physician about impacting all of those social determinants of health? Like I said, it's probably 10 questions, but do, do your best to share your thoughts, please, about that systemic view. I guess I'll just say one thing um, that comes to mind immediately is that it has taught us that we have a lot of power as physicians. Um, and there are many facets of the physician's competencies. One of those facets is the physician as an advocate. And um, being an advocate for the populations we serve who may otherwise not have a voice that is heard. And we being that person, we have, we have, I have at least through Perch come to realize the power that my voice as a physician um, of the underserved um, can have in, in effecting change. Um, and even as medical students, we were not even physicians yet, and we were still able to make, you know, some changes um, in the lives. I, I think about, you know, some of the community work that we we're able to do, um, like in terms of just transportation, for example, is like a very big problem in the central mass, well, more Western, central western mass um, area but there's a part where people are not connected and they don't have they're not able to see their physician for their appointments and things like that and and as students it makes a big deal that we went and did this one week um thing there that doesn't really speak much to you know we didn't really do anything big and yet the voice we have and the platform will allow you know stakeholders that are able to make bigger changes come in and sort of look into the problem. And I think that's one thing that has been hammered home for me personally. Yeah, I would completely agree with that same thing. So one of the things specifically highlighted in Perch is as you obtain your MD or become a physician, you kind of hold multiple hats as Ifwa said. So you're an advocate, not along just like you're a physician, you're a teacher. There's multiple things that go along with being a doctor. Um, and a huge part is by listening to the community and your patients that you're actually able to make a change necessarily outside the hospital and hopefully reduce the amount of times that that person or that population of people have to come actually into the hospital. And I'll just add, you know, I think both of and Kevin spoke to kind of the, um, like the bird's eye view of, you know, w- you know, what our bigger responsibilities are. And then I think there's also just a really practical kind of as our as we start to move into kind of kind of the daily routine of being a physician, you know, how you speak with people, how do you consider how they might be able to take medication or uh, take care of their bodies in a prevention health way? Um, 
you know, I'm going into pediatrics. And so thinking about, you know, children who may not be performing in school well, and because of some of the experiences I've had at Bay State and at Perch, I understand that that's a much bigger thing than just efforts in school, that there's a million factors that are gonna affect a child's ability to reach their full potential. Um, and so I think just at a very individual level, uh, that's been in, in, important for me, um, is that these social factors are so huge. And so as I move forward in my medical career, how do I want that to influence the way that I, I treat and work with my patients? You're listening to the voices of UMass Med. We're speaking today with three members of the first graduating class of UMass Medical School's PERCH program, population-based urban and rural community health track. So I want to just go back in time a little bit to March 19th, which was a match day all across the United States for, and that's the day when soon-to-be graduating medical students find out where they've matched for their residency training. Um, I want to talk about where each of you is headed and what you will be doing uh, and, and just add that among the first cohort, among your classmates who are PERCH grads, three will be returning to Bay State Health in July to begin their residency training. Six are staying here in Massachusetts and 11 will be primary care doctors. So really impressive stats for the first cohort. Um, Kevin, why don't you start with telling us uh, where you are headed after graduation? Yeah, so I actually did the military match. So I'll be heading to Walter Reed um, near DC. Um, I'm going to be specializing in internal medicine with the hope of further specializing in cardiology down the line. Congratulations. And Efwa, where are you heading uh, after graduation? I'm also moving out to uh, Minneapolis in the Twin Cities. So both I'll be going to the University of Minnesota um, and I start on June 8th. So two days after graduation, which is on June 6th. So I'm excited and doing the apartment hunt right now. Um, I'll be doing internal medicine too with Kevin, although I started out as wanting to do cardiology too, but at this point I have become less differentiated. And so I have more options and I can't seem to make up my mind. So we will see what residency brings, but I'll be having my residency also in internal medicine at the University of Minnesota. Wonderful. And Betsy, you said pediatrics is in your future. Yes, I am going to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia or CHOP um, as people know it. And um, I am not quite sure yet exactly what I wanna do in pediatrics. Um, but my research, research interests are in foster care and child abuse. So we'll see where that takes me. So as you think about not being a medical student anymore and having that MD after your names and having your own cohort of patients who you're uh, responsible for caring for, how do, you, how do you think about the experiences that you've had over the past four years in terms of shaping the type of physician that you want to be? And I know that's a generic question, but what are some of your primary goals in terms of um, shaping yourself as a physician? I would say so over the past four years, one of the most impactful experiences I've had um, is specifically when I'm talking to patients when in terms of like their high blood pressure or their high blood sugar and uh, diabetes. And it's interesting to me where you'll find populations of people who don't necessarily understand what's necessarily going on, like what does like the illness they have or the medications that they're taking and why they're taking it. Um, and considering that there's proven studies that 
through education that you can, like patients will be more compliant with their medications and they'll actually be able to better able control their illness. Um, that more, this isn't done, I guess, more in a sense in terms of physicians educating their patients and taking the time to be like, well, this is what you have, this is the medications you take and this is how you can get better. So I for sure see that in my future um, in terms of educating. And I guess um, for me, in terms of the experience and how it's, you know, it's first of all daunting to think that I'm done with medical school, but now when you will be in charge of, you know, someone's health and making some important decisions, it's first of all humbling, um, but at the same time, I also feel quite well prepared for what lies ahead. And so I'm excited to see how the, the tools that I've acquired will be able to help me. I've already started, started seeing some of it in the fourth year, but I, I'm, I'm kind of you know, curious to see how that will change uh, as, a, as a doctor when I finally get the, those little letters attached to my name. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most daunting part. <laughs> Um, so I would say for me, I'm not from a medical family. No one in my family is a doctor or even like a nurse or a physical therapist. So when I was coming into medicine, I really knew about a doctor in the most basic sense. And I think due to my classmates in Perch and the faculty at Perch and UMass, I am walking away knowing that, um, you know, not only can I be a doctor in a clinic, but I can use my degree to advocate for my community. I can work in public policy and public health. And that's what we can do. The, the breadth of our responsibility is so much bigger um, than just working in a clinic or a hospital. And I believe also all three of us are going to like academic medical centers. So we'll also all be able to shape the future minds of medicine. Do you think um, the, the pandemic and all of the inequities and uh, social determinants that have risen to the forefront uh, of, of the public consciousness, maybe because of the pandemic, people who weren't thinking about things like that before, maybe they've seen it in a new light now. Has that helped you in terms of your advocacy that each of you seems to be quite interested in? I would say so. <laughs> that the pandemic has definitely shaped. I mean, we spent majority, if not, yeah, most of our clinical experience was in this pandemic. And for me personally, it has really changed. Initially, it made me cynical because in the beginning when we couldn't figure out exactly what was going on, you know, guidelines here and there, I kind of lost a bit of trust. But I think it was just an example of what, what happens in a time when nobody knows what to do and there's no evidence and how can medicine still rise to the challenge when we have nothing to, to work with. Um, and so in a, in a sense, um, it has given me a lot more, it has empowered me, I should say, um, in that it has showed me that we generally, most of the time, have a lot more to work with than we had to work with during this hard time. And yet, I think in the, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we have been successful at what, you know, it's still not over yet, but at least what is going on shows the power of um, just organized medicine as it is today and the will of the people as well as just coming together and, and how, how big of a change it can make. Um, so that's how I would say it has shaped it. Like it's given me more confidence and has empowered me um, to see that I can definitely make some solutions. It might not solve every problem, but at least start 
to do um, little incremental changes that will solve the problem. And I think when I've had conversations with um, people who are primary care physicians or working in the emergency room, you know, really those frontline physicians that are interacting with people, I think it really emphasized the stuff that we've been talking about these past four years, which is that in these really scary times when there is so much uncertainty, we're all learning new things every day, that it is really important to have conversations with your patients and to understand what their understanding is and what their situations are and what their fears and concerns and priorities are. Um, and that's integral to making sure people are staying safe and, and doing what they need to do to take care of themselves and their families, that they feel comfortable getting a vaccine that might make them concerned or nervous. Um, you know, Perch from day one has said, it's important that you understand the needs of your community, that you are communicative and open-minded. And I think that is the core of how we move forward in this pandemic, because everybody has a different sense of risk and understanding of what's happening. Um, you know, I think saying it's, it's, it's empathy can be a little trite, but I, I do think that's really key to, to moving this whole train forward. The last thing that I want to ask of you is, is I'm curious, what would each of you tell a future medical student who's considering the PERCH track at UMass Medical School? I mean, I would say if you're considering UMass and you're considering something that's slightly different than the norm, then you should definitely consider the PERCH track if you're interested in special clinics itself, um, interested in kind of building a smaller community among a bigger community. We are like the inaugural class for Perch. And so our experience will be different from um, the upcoming classes because we give a lot of feedback with, you know, with every inaugural class, there's going to be growing pains and changes that have to be made. And, you know, we went through that. So that is definitely there. And I have a feeling that, you know, even with subsequent classes, there'll be a little bit of that left, but each person going into it should really consider what it has to offer versus, cause I know it's out there. Like people will be like, Oh, you know, you have to drive out of Springfield and you know, all the things that may be seen as downsides of being on the park track. But one should weigh that against all the benefits. Like I think it's a very special, you know, track to be in and all the, the training that it has given us and the unique perspective that it has afforded us. Um, not to mention the fact that because it's a smaller class, you get to do a lot of um, cool electives um, that you may not be able to do, have done or tailored to your own needs. Um, the way you'd be able to do in the main track. And so just make an informed choice. Think about it critically. Don't just go into it, you know, because, oh, it sounds cool on paper, um, because at the end of the day, you, you get what you put in into it. I think we've all alluded to this, but the best part of this program is the community it, it creates as a UMass student, the students, the faculty, the community faculty. And so I think if you're looking for a community of people who are really passionate about understanding how the social determinants of health and public health impacts your ability to take care of people as a physician. I, you know, I think this is the, the, the best place for you, um, certainly at UMass, uh, because you're, you're definitely immersed in it. You're surrounded by people who are so passionate and come to, come to the program with all sorts of experiences and ideas. Um, and so in that way, I, I think it's a really unique opportunity to 
become a different type of physician than medical school has traditionally trained people to become. All right, with that, we'll wrap it up. Betsy McGovern, FYNT, and Kevin White, we appreciate your time and wish you nothing but the best in your residency training years ahead. Thank, Thank you. you, Jennifer. You can find a link to information about the PERCH track in our show notes or head to umassmed.edu and click on the Prospective Students tab. If you like the Voices of UMass Med podcast, please share your feedback by leaving us a review or send us an email with a suggestion for a future topic or guest at ummscommunications at umassmed.edu. I'm Jennifer Berryman, and thanks again for listening. Keep up to date with everything happening at UMass Medical School by following us on Facebook at UMass Med, on Twitter at UMass Medical, and on LinkedIn at University of Massachusetts Medical School.